Hello and welcome to another episode from my laser-focused positivity podcast series. My name is Stuart Harding and I am here five days per week from Monday to Friday to try and hopefully make you feel more positive than you perhaps were before you started listening to this show. Before I discuss today's topic, let me just remind you or let you know if you are new to my channel that if you would like to email me your queries or conundrums, then you can do so via stewysongs at gmail.com. That is S-T-E-W-Y-S-O-N-G-S at gmail.com. And I will endeavor to tackle your issue or issues on a forthcoming show. And if you would like to check out my music, support my music career, or indeed support this podcasting career of mine, then you can do so via l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash Stewie songs. And both my email address and this web address should be listed in the description of this podcast. And depending on which platform you're listening to it via, they should both be clickable as well. So I have jotted down a title and today's title is a little bit of what you love to help you focus on the task in hand. And I think this was inspired by the fact that today I took my dog Rufus down to the beach and I was listening to some music. I was listening to some of Liam Gallagher's new tracks, actually, and some of his old ones. But I wasn't just listening to it. I was actually really getting involved in it mentally. I was really listening to it, not just listening, but properly listening to it, if that makes sense. I don't know if any of you people who are into your music understand what I mean there. Sometimes you can kind of have music on in the background and you're not really listening to it, which is how I normally listen to music because I'm normally trying to avoid Rufus and I getting run over by the traffic, the busy traffic these days. But because we went to a few places where we didn't have to worry about traffic, I could really immerse myself in the music that I was listening to. And one of the things I've noticed is that when I don't have music in my life, I don't know whether this is because I'm a musician. I think everybody has a big penchant. Most people have a big penchant for for music. So perhaps it's a quite a universal theme. But when I don't have music in my life at all, so when I'm not singing or playing the guitar, performing, And when I'm not even listening to it either, I notice that my mindset very, very slowly starts to decline. And I do mean very, very slowly. It takes, you know, a prolonged period of time, days, weeks. It slowly starts to slide. And it's only really when I immerse myself back in music again that I can, that starts to rectify itself, as it were. And what I find is that it almost feels to me like when I'm trying to trade the markets, if I don't have music in my life in any kind of capacity, in any kind of way, shape or form, then I find it harder and harder to actually analyze the charts, analyze the trading charts and analyze what I'm looking for and to see what I'm looking for. Almost as if a part of my brain has gone to sleep. I saw something the other day, I think it might have been on YouTube, I'm not sure, but they were saying that music is actually stored in a different part of the brain. Our memory for music is stored in a different part of the brain to practically everything else, I think, which is why a lot of, I think I was doing some research on loneliness. As I said, one of my longer term goals is I have an app, which I have come up with, which I'm going to be seeking an international patent on in the coming years. And they were talking about older people and people with dementia. And they were saying that there's many people in the advanced stages of dementia who can remember very little about anything really, but they can remember the lyrics to songs, which they knew which were out when they were children. And they said this is because music is stored in a different part of the brain. So 
the reason I've entitled this show a little bit of what you love to help you focus on the task in hand is because where doing things like trading the markets is concerned for me, I notice that when I focus on doing a little bit of what I love, preferably performing music, singing or playing the guitar, or at worst, listening to music, it actually seems to open up parts of my brain because when I go back to the charts and I try and look for what I would normally look for to place a trade, things jump out at me a lot easier. I study chart patterns. Those of us who trade the markets in the community of which I'm a member, we trade chart patterns and these patterns jump out at me almost as if a part of my brain has been opened up, as it were, been has been sleeping and now it's awake and now suddenly it allows me to focus on the task in hand. So the reason I came up with this title as well is because many of you might be doing a job, for example, that you don't particularly want to do and your passion would be to do something else. Now, let's just take music for an example. So you might be thinking like with me, for example, one of my goals is to record a song or an album, preferably in Abbey Road in Studio One, where the Beatles recorded much of their work. Now, I could probably afford to do that, but it would leave a massive, massive dent in my savings because it's obviously very expensive to record there, most likely because of the nostalgia behind it. Lots of people, I'm sure, want to record in Studio One at Abbey Road. So therefore, supply and demand. If the markets have taught me anything, it's that where the demand is high, as I'm sure there is for that studio, the price will be high as well. So I can't really justify booking Studio One in Abbey Road. But what I can do you can have a little bit of what you love to help you with the task in hand until such times as you can afford to do or you're in a position to do what it is that you truly love. Now, I really, really enjoy trading the financial markets. It's not my biggest passion. It's certainly one of them. My biggest passion is music. So to help me focus on trading, focusing on music in the sense, just listening to it, if that's all I can afford to do, listen to it or make very primitive or crude recordings with what limited technology I have available, then that's what you do. You do a little bit of what you love to help you focus on the task in hand. And then when you're in a position to do what you love in a bigger way, in the way that I've just described with regards to me recording in Studio One, that might get you through. That will help you with the task in hand for long enough that you can succeed where the task in hand is concerned. And then when you're in a position to do so, you can focus on doing what you love, if that makes sense. So, for example, if your passion is clothes, if you'd like to own your own clothes store or there's some clothes that you would like to buy that you can't quite yet afford. I shouldn't be really promoting this kind of thing, but perhaps you could order them. Just try them on. Look at yourself wearing these clothes in the mirror. Get the feel of it because you're helping yourself to visualize you wearing these clothes and of course, as I've touched on before, you're then programming the subconscious. The subconscious will then do things which are in alignment with what you're programming it with. And this will help you to make, put yourself in a position where you can afford those clothes or get yourself in a position where you can come up with this clothing range or clothing business. And by doing that, this will feel, make you feel good because it starts to feel more real when you're actually kind of going through the motions of doing what it is that you love, that you're not in a position to do yet. And that will help you focus on your daily tasks, perhaps doing things that you're not quite as passionate about, if that makes sense. Doing what you love as well might act as kind of an outlet 
for any kind of pent up emotions you've got. I know a lot of people listen to music because it gets their emotions out there. Instead of them hitting somebody or hurling abuse at someone, they listen to their music. It gets all their emotions out and then it kind of resets, presses the reset on their on their emotions, as it were. And then they can go back to what they need to do, the task in hand, with a clear head, if that makes sense. Lots of people, for example, buy a punch bag. Some people have a punch bag at home, maybe in their garage or garage, as some people say. And they punch this for half an hour and then they feel good, they feel relaxed, and then they can go back to their life in a nice relaxed manner and then they don't have all this pent-up aggression inside. So for some people, that's what they love, punching a punch bag, listening to music, whatever it is, whatever helps you to focus on the task in hand is good so long as it's not doing any harm to anybody else. That's my take and my opinion on this matter. For example, I've talked about this before. If you can afford to do so once in a blue moon, try living a day as your future self. So ask yourself what your ideal day would look like. And then if you can afford to do it, if only for a day, take a day off from work, live a day as your future self, and then that will keep it in your memory. And so long as you don't leave too long a gap between when you did it the last time and when you do it the next time, it will be in your memory enough that it will almost feel like a reality and that you could perhaps achieve this one day and that this day in the life of your future self will one day become not your future life, but your actual life now, if that makes sense. So by taking a day off and living a day as your future self, you're doing a little bit of what you love and then you can go back to, because you've done a little bit of what you love, you've lived a day as your future self, you can then go back to the task in hand, which you perhaps don't like quite as much, in the knowledge that you know how it feels to live a day as your future self. I talk about getting emotions involved when you're visualizing. So if you live a day as your future self, then you're getting the emotions involved and you're more likely to remember those emotions if you're living a day as your future self from time to time, if that makes sense. But that's pretty much all I wanted to say today, folks. I've tried to articulate myself as well as I could. I may have rambled a little bit throughout this podcast, but hopefully you got the general gist of it. And hopefully some of the points that I've raised today resonated with you. And I hope you've taken some value from this. And if you have, then please share this podcast or my channel out with your friends and family. As I've said before, my goal is to affect and improve as many people's lives as possible. And if you share this out, the more people you share this with, the easier that task becomes for me to achieve. And just a reminder that if you would like to email me your queries or conundrums, then you can do so via stewysongs at gmail.com, as I said. And if you would like to check out my music, support my music career, or indeed support this podcasting career of mine, then you can do so via linktr.ee forward slash stewysongs. And if you click on that link, you will be taken to a list of links. There are links to where you can tip me, links to where you can sponsor me on a monthly basis to the tune of however much you wish to sponsor me to the tune of. There is a link to where you can buy my merchandise, buy my CD, which I will happily sign. There are links to where you can stream all of my original compositions for free. And there are links to my social media pages as well. But that is it from me for now, folks. I will be back tomorrow, which will be Thursday. But for now, have a great day, stay positive, and I will speak to you again soon. Thank you very much indeed for listening.